0: Killer. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Be Smooth with the Breadmade Media Podcast, Snowfall Edition, and we're going in on season six, episode two, and all the <laughs> crazy ass events that's been going on. So, at the beginning of the episode, we do a recap, and you know, you know that Marissa went missing, but we never got to see what happened to her, and they give a backstory on how she didn't actually get kidnapped by the KGB agent at all. She actually got away from him in the event of getting away from him, hit her head. So after she hit her head, she woke up, and as she was trying to find her way home, she got picked up by these two cops and ended up in a, a, a drunk tape that was a crazy ass twist in itself because I know everybody was sitting there thinking like yo <laughs> so he just kidnapped her like she probably did like I promise you I thought she was either dead or beat the fuck up somewhere so <laughs> yeah and then Teddy end up finding her and after he finds her he ends up explaining to her like so oh, he ends up asking her like what was going on did you end up getting a good look at the person's face of chased and she said yeah and Teddy, old cynical ass, of course, he know how to sketch some shit out. And he ended up getting the actual face of the KGB dude pretty well. And then we have to revisit the tragedy that happened at the end of the last episode, which where uh, Rome ended up beating on, on. Um, do um, it was Black black Diamond. Rome ended up beating on Black Diamond so bad that she ended up in the hospital. And in this episode, we find out that she's actually dead. And the reason why is because Big D gave Rome a drop on the whole drop, which I ain't gonna lie. D, D, if he was gonna be like that, he shouldn't have got in regardless. You feel me? Like that whole situation, which is, it was crazy and out of pocket to me. You feel me? And I don't, I, I don't think they, they're not gonna acknowledge it, but he really a whole ass nigga in that situation. And, um... <laughs> And then you end up having to see how uh Dallas is now having to pick up the slack for Black Diamond's death, you know, caring for her kids and whatnot. And it actually shows how her kids know not to not to fuck with them though. I mean, They're not fucking with Franklin. He walk up and I don't know if he tried to offer them some money or what, but they was just not fucking with me. Gee. We we know it's something going on with you and our mom was missing, feel you know I me? Mean? And in this episode what surprised the shit out of me, Franklin agrees to meet with the KGB dude, and they meet together in a museum. And when they meet together in this museum, they both discuss what they want, which Franklin wants Teddy delivered to him alive. As a KGB guy, he needs clear evidence that the U.S. is dealing with drugs, and in the event that this conversation goes down, they end up finding the KGB Agent ends up discovering that Franklin no longer deals with Taylor, but Jerome and Louis do, as of three days ago. That's what he said. Then, after having that conversation, on the way to wherever they was going after, Franklin and his mom discuss what Franklin wants. And Franklin explains how he wants to be in the position that he thought he was in when he thought he was walking away from this whole situation. He wants that life that he knew he had so close he could taste it. As he, that's how he described it. And <clears throat> yeah, so he wants to get on with his life with the kid and Veronique. And his mind basically explains how Teddy is basically turning them all against each other with his money. You feel me? And I I completely agree, that, agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this whole thing should have simmered down, probably being talked about, but at the same time, it's like Franklin don't got, that's, you don't got time. You know what I'm saying? He got some months before he have a child in this world and his whole world is shattered. So that's the whole back and forth tension with the whole situation. His mom was basically telling him, telling him like, like y'all going to have to make peace. I'm going to see what I can do. And I, I respect the, the mom for doing that because I feel like that's one of them motherly things that, you know, only a woman can do, like, that's her her bond to her family, like, this is my son, this is my brother, like, I need to make this shit shake, Louis and Jerome go and meet this deaf guy, who was sent from Arkansas, with the, uh, from the family, and I'm like, and I thought to myself, like, what the fuck is they sending that deaf motherfucker like, come up here, and they going back and forth, and Jerome saying, oh, it's just going to take a little bit of time, nigga, don't get you some pusses drank, And the dude, like, I'm a family man. I don't fuck with none of that. You feel me? And then Jerome, right in front of his wife, gonna be like, oh, every nigga need a little side snap, don't he? And I was tripping. I was like, oh. And then, you know, Louis instantly got pissed off. You feel me? So, dude, basically like, all right, it's good. I'm gonna go wait at the hotel, but y'all need to hurry up. Meanwhile. Kane is applying that pressure. Kane is applying hella pressure. And that, that's another thing. It's like this shit. Kane basically saying, nigga, if you don't hurry up and tell me where the fuck Louie and, and Jerome at, nigga, I'm applying pressure on you now. Because at this point, nigga, I'm paralyzed from the waist the fuck down. And y'all niggas are still running around busting moves. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? You feel me? So, that whole situation is fucked off because it's like, damn, how many people want Franklin here, bro? How many people want Franklin here? How many people want Louis here? <laughs> fucking Leon ain't even here. <laughs> like, this shit is wild as fuck. This shit is wild as fucking hell out of control. And it's like, it don't seem like it's no strong enough mediators. You know what I'm saying? After that, you also see how Gustavo is losing his mind. <laughs> Gustavo is losing his mind because he don't know if it's Teddy who's finna catch him. He don't know if it's D.A. who's finna catch him. He don't know if there's somebody else out there finna catch him. And meanwhile, he got money stacked piled up and Franklin is offering him, you know, money for a whole different situation. So he is, he's starting to spats. You feel me? He's starting to go bad and it's damn near have panic attacks and shit because on the inside, Gustavo never really wanted this gangster ass life, you feel me? It just happened. So that shit that shit is a whole different beast in itself, Gustavo's story. You know what I'm saying? And one of my favorite parts is when they go see my man Scully. Scully one of my favorite characters as as the shit evolves, you feel me? Not only because of that actor's history in general, but just because um uh, his character is just hella ruthless and, and real though, and he, he evolved through hella pain. You feel me? And Scully explains how fucked up Jerome and Louis is moving. You feel me? And he's saying that they got an ongoing situation, having put a hit on Kane and motherfuckers knowing in the streets. They they did describe Kane as a lion that ain't fucking playing. You feel me? They also, um, well, not that. Scully also explains they need to stop ignoring the universe and fix that shit with their family before karma fucked them up. And I completely agree with that. You feel me? Like y'all is moving hella vicious and y'all trying to move it as this unit when y'all forgetting what this shit started out as. You know what I'm saying? And he gave them uh, these two folded-up cranes. You feel me? And Jerome kept his, but Louis threw hers out at at the parking lot, at the car, before they even got in the car. And I was just like, to me, it just symbolized how Jerome is is okay with making peaceful situations, but Louis is more spiteful, you feel me? And that's all that's displayed, you feel me? Because Jerome, he got to stand by her, that's his wife, you feel me? But most of this shit be through her. You feel me? It's more like she directed him. You know what I'm saying? Like, at this point, he's starting to just look like a tool. You know what I mean? So, and, you know, I, I, I kind of do want other people's opinions on how they feel because it's like, yeah, I know you're supposed to rock with it, but at the same time, it's like y'all supposed to be able to tell each other when y'all wrong as well. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like he just watched this whole shit fall apart in front of him. He called everything. He knew Everything that was going to happen. And he just went with it. Because Louis said, this is what we're supposed to do. And this is the repercussion of that. So now we going into a situation where we meet a very at a at a table. She doing what she do best, which is kind of people. You feel me? And in this one scene, it shows how versatile she is. She's speaking three different languages. I believe it was Mandarin. English and French. All within this what couple minute scene? (laughs) And to me that was just hella player just showing like you don't know what this woman is gonna do. You don't know at all what the fuck she's gonna do. And she asked Veronique, is is Franklin a blessing? You feel me? And it it just made me kind of made me cringe a little bit in my stomach because I'm damn. How far of a blessing could this, or how far from a blessing could this nigga be? Like, sheesh. So then, uh, after that scene, we go back into seeing Black Dallas, or not Black Dallas, Dallas taking care of Black Diamond's kids, you feel me? That's that's when that scene ended up happening. And that shit was, that was real sick to me, you feel me? Like, Franklin saying he's still gonna take care of her or whatnot, but it's like, at that point, that shit don't really mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? Franklin is seeing all these repercussions. You feel me? All, all these, all these, uh, all this collateral damage that he causing. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be this this vicious ass person that she is. And, uh, um, a, a, a part that I liked was when Jerome and his sister sat down. It's a saint. They sat down at dinner. You can see their differences growing up because she's the big sister and he's the younger brother. And in the scene, Jerome basically talks about how he saw his father coming out of the Cadillac and he described him as looking ten foot tall and wanting to be like him. And Sissy said, Is that how you that's how you remember? You feel me showing the two different you know what I'm saying? The two different perspectives of children that live in the same house. You know what I'm saying? Like some shit could really be different for for a younger sibling, for shit a sibling that was around the same time as you. You feel me? It all it all correlates. I feel like everybody could relate to that. And she was best. What I loved about it was she basically explained that Jerome and Franklin are the last of the tribe, and even though Jerome explained what Franklin did, she basically was saying at the end of the day, Jerome was all on you for real. cause she know. You know what I'm saying? She she is pretty sure it don't matter who Franklin turned that pistol on. He not gonna he not gonna kill Louis or Jerome. You feel me? And I feel like she right about that. So she basically fucked him up with that one. You know what I'm saying? He's sitting at the table. Looking at, you know, his mom's old recipes. And he really deciding, like, fuck, is it my family or is it my family? Like, fuck. <laughs> so, and I feel him because at the end of the day, he didn't want none of this. He didn't want the coke in his house. People, you know what I'm saying? People got to realize that. But at the same time, I feel like he ain't been doing his job to be in it the right way if he was going to be in it, You know? like. I feel Jerome should have been able to deal with Teddy back in the day, you feel me? When it was, you know, when Franklin was down, you know what I'm saying, versus it being Louis. But Louie is more intellectual, she got mouthpiece. So it was understandable, but I feel like he should have been trying to be more in that if he was gonna be in it. You know what I'm saying? But back to back to the present. Teddy shows Gustavo a picture of this KGB agent asking him who he is, and he just take that picture, you feel me? And so they, they end up showing that later on. Franklin meet up with Veronique mom for the first time, and she's fully filled in on the situation. And initially they clash in the conversation, and he was, you know, doubting her. But, you know, she got she got mouthpiece too, so she just let him know, it's only a couple of people that can even do the shit that got done to you. And it's a narrow it down type situation. They basically have a little bit of a discussion and she want 20%, but they end up settling on 10%. Fuck it with Franklin. You know what I'm saying? Franklin, he met her in the middle though because you know he wanted to be number five. <laughs> That's what he said. So I like the scene because it basically showed like all of these motherfuckers with this shit. Like and I feel like Veronique is somehow a perfect matchup for him. You know what I'm saying? In and, and some type of uh, Joker and Harley Quinn type way. You know what I'm saying? Like It's it's really interesting to me the way they put that together. And then Gustavo ends up realizing where he saw the face from the picture, which was the waiter from the wedding. And that scene, I was tripping too. I really had a jaw-dropping drop moment. I was like, damn! Franklin... Meets Gustavo at this uh, at this at the same wrestling place that he used to cheer for him when Gustavo was a wrestler a few years before, and they have a discussion and discuss that Franklin won Teddy head for ten million, and Gustavo shows a picture to Franklin, and Franklin describes that picture as radioactive, meaning that whoever gets close to it can get sick and die. You know, like this shit is poisonous. This shit is toxic. So they basically have a conversation, and at the end of it, I'm pretty sure it's looking like Gustavo might fuck around and just give Teddy up to Franklin. I'm like, fuck it. Because then he don't got to really snitch over to the DEA for real. He just gonna be like, well, Teddy's fucking gone. So at this point, Franklin is going through everything he can to try to get at, to get Teddy and get his money back up. He's not giving that money back to him, <laughs> he's not giving Louis in that money like it's settled. He's he that shit is spent, going. he flipping already he already working on that shit. So they finna have to see him about that, but that's what that is what it is. In this next scene. In this next scene, this shit crazy. Franklin and Jerome, they meet up at a dime. And keep in mind, Franklin stole about three mil worth of cash and product from Louis from Louis and Jerome. As soon as Jerome sit down, first thing Franklin said to this nigga is, you need some? <laughs> and I was like, nigga, don't you ever ride me <laughs> as soon as you see me? Ask me if I need some, like if, if I'm good. So just on, on, on level 10 with the pettiness from Franklin, after they have their little sit down, or not after they have their little sit down, but then Jerome explains how when he came to L.A., He was coming out of Texas because he knew Texas didn't have nothing, and he didn't want to go to Oakland and be on no hippie shit with his sister because he knew that wasn't him. So he ended up in L.A., and the only thing he realized was L.A. He didn't have no folks, he didn't have no people, so he chose to just stick it out for a while. And for a while, you know, he was just, you know, he 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 having a lot of women around him. Feel me? and, And that didn't work. Feel me? He was drinking, getting loaded all the time, and that didn't work. And he was just, he couldn't feel this empty void inside of him up until the point to where, up until Alton began to fall off and ended up falling off with the drink with the Black Panthers and that whole situation. That for a sissy to end up coming out to L.A. and giving, uh, giving Big Rome a brand new meaning in life. You know, he knew he was going to be the man to raise Franklin. And he held his head high about that, you know what I'm saying? And you could see it in his face. And he said, it made him wonder how he went wrong, like where he fucked up so bad to where Franklin became what and this is his exact words. He said, How I fucked up so bad that you became a scandalous cutthroat, bitch made nigga that you is today. And I was like, Damn. And then Franklin says, "You know, I, I got you. I gave you everything you got. You know what I'm saying?" And he asks him, "What do I really have besides blood, money? You know, bodies on me, my head fucked up. You feel me? And I'm dealing with the fucking CIA and all of this shit. Like, nigga, what do I really have, nigga, for this money? To have all this bullshit that really don't mean nothing." And then they go back and forth, and this shit get deep. And Franklin basically got at him and said, Nikki, he wasn't doing shit with your life but selling weed waiting for your bitch to come down off the shine. He cut deep. And it's crazy because it'd be fucked up how the people this close to you, you know what I'm saying, can only do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't nobody else get that type of pain at you. You know what I'm saying? And instantly, you know, big wrong. I'll crack your jaw. I'll break your face right now. Like, I'm not playing with you. And then Franklin says, oh, he was saying like, you, you ain't had nothing but a subwoofer and a way bench. And I gave you more than that. You feel me? And you would have had your shit straight had you not married that trick. And Rome wasn't happening. He peace. <laughs> Instantly. Peaced me. Boom. <him. laughs> and Franklin, Franklin's eyes, he got, his eyes got water. You know how Franklin do that. <laughs> he was like, he was like, if you ever and before he could even finish it, Rome came back. Wow! He said, you ain't gonna do shit! <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie. I was like, damn, I feel like I feel like if I ever got a tool with my pops, I might fuck around. <laughs> That'd be that conversation. Bam! That's what it is. It's just violence. We I thought it was a conversation. But Franklin different. Franklin up to pole on it. After that, after that second hit, he up the police. I ain't going to do shit in the middle of the diner, though. And it's not got that serious with your ego, frankly. Your aunt peached you twice, and you just upped the pole. In the middle of the diner, though. You ain't even thinking about that. You in public like a motherfucker, and you done lost your shit with your uncle. And it shows that I got PTSD from that shit. Definitely. He's sitting there talking about do it. Take me out this shit straight up. And I feel like they showing how 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 much this shit is breaking up. down. You know what I'm saying? Like, Unc is ready to go. And that shit worried me too, cause that shit is making me wonder like, shit, this the last season, and he getting like that. He don't want to dodge booze. You know, like that, that says a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's tired of that shit. He real tired of that shit. And I don't blame him. And then Franklin, what he do? He done up the pole again and used it again. And now he walk into the car to go spaz out, slipping through the darkness. And that concludes episode. That concludes season six, episode two of Snowfall. This is Be Smooth with the Breadman Media Podcast. And I want y'all to tune back in. You feel me? Follow me on Instagram to watch, you feel me, my little Reels that I be posting and shit. I be skating. you know what I'm saying? At B underscore smooth underscore, smooth with be? And go ahead and tap into more of the, uh, the Breadmade Media Podcast episodes. I do really fuck with the, uh what is it, presence of mind. Yeah, definitely tap in and elevate yourself with that presence of mind. Tap into the other snow, Snowfall Breakdown episodes and tap back in for future episodes because we're doing a whole season. So all my Snowfall fans, tap the fuck in and get with it. Y'all be smoked.